Sync and Desist, a multimedia network. Please enjoy. Episode of Sync and Assist. Welcome, welcome. Roberto and Eduardo are back. I really didn't si. roll my R very well. <laughs> it kind of failed Hispanic me. Hispanic and I can't roll my R's. So <laughs> it did better than me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how has your week been? Has it been good? It's been a long one. <laughs> uh, we're recording this on a Friday. Uh, before the episode goes up. That's and kind of been our routine lately, actually. Thank God actually. it's Friday. Yeah, t- <laughs> TGIF, baby. No, Never I- said that before, but yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, we've actually been making a habit of recording it on Fridays. Have you noticed that? Yeah, or like, yeah, and Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. End of the week. Yeah, our, our schedules, by a miracle, have been aligning a little bit, so... You, Won't he do it? <laughs> you'll send me yours, and then I'll tell you mine, and you show me your <laughs> mine, I'll show you yours. Um, and somehow, we've we've carved out some time to do it, so... Uh, so, y'all, y'all listeners should feel special, because we make time for y'all. Yeah, we made almost 100 times for you <laughs> <laughs> yes we were, we were we were actually talking about that earlier we were saying how like we haven't missed a week and like i remember one time uh we could not line up our schedules mm-hmm. at all until the monday afternoon before the episode went up on tuesday <laughs> like early like before the office like we recorded in like my bedroom yeah and as soon as we stopped recording, I edited it. <laughs> like while you were that. like oh, watching YouTube or whatever. And like, well, we had like Twitch on in the background, I think. Because like, we were Twitch. both editing the episode. Like, you're like, yeah, I see. Was that when we were watching Joe Bad's Twitch? Was, was it we were doing that? Most or? of the times, Joe has been <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the background. Yeah, he's got a great Twitch channel. Yeah, um, he's on tour, so he hasn't been twitching very much lately. Right. But, yeah. I hate twitching, you know, especially when my eye does it. <laughs> Someone said, like, something about twitching at work, and I was like, mine automatically went to gaming. <laughs> Be like, what you doing twitching at work? <laughs> Be like, you should... he could do an IRL stream. That yeah, that's true. <laughs> which speaking of which, we gotta we gotta do a live stream soon. Yeah, sync and assist. That's... We the beginning of this year or last year, I think, said we we're gonna do some more live streams for sync and assist, but haven't gotten around to it. Nah, but you know, maybe. You know, we're approaching a hundred. You know, we're like we'll we'll figure yeah, out what we're gonna do. Kind of not a big oh, oh, deal oh, oh, or anything. Right. <laughs> we're almost at hundred. We don't know yet, but whatever it is, it's gonna be very special. Yeah. So yeah, we were throwing around a few ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Brainstorming. Yeah, the road to one hundred. <laughs> um, but as but thank you for asking how my week has been going. Oh, Rob, I, so. I told you how mine was. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You had to, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead yeah. here. Uh, no, it's it's been a long one, 
but uh, here I here I am, alive, barely breathing, but I'm here. <laughs> no, it's been fun. Like uh, last week was rough. I took the weekend to like reset and just like change my approach to things mm. and like kind of like I can't like I've been trying to think it and I haven't been wanting to Google what the actual phrase is, but like do it and do it now and ask for permission later, basically. But I just being a music head and you know uh do it now, remember it later. Uh <laughs> from, oh, there you go. <laughs> from uh uh what what's their name again? Uh, a band that I don't uh, care it, about. No, it's not Made It Parade. No. Uh, <laughs> what's their name? Do Sleeping with Sirens. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. it now. Remember it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I'm a grown man. I don't listen to Sleeping with Sirens. <laughs> uh, <not laughs> hey, anymore. those first couple records were great, yep. though. Classic. <laughs> Can't hang the end of the door. Uh, but that's how I feel like, like with a lot of people. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, this week, much more solid than last. Just changing my approach, you know, and it's been working. So, yeah. working in your favor, yeah, yeah, and like just I've said on the podcast before, but like, like just no excuses. Like we all get the same twenty four hours. So, like I, I'll, I've literally worked from nine until like not get home after sundown. work until like. Eight, and oh, yeah. then well, sundown is like five o'clock now. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then have to do the promo for the singing assist uh, Instagram, mm. and then go to bed and do it all over again. You know, and and then also have to promote the podcast. Like that's right before we're story posts. You know, yeah. So, like I'm not burned out, which is a crazy thing. Like one, I'm older, and like I'm more conditioned. I've been doing it for a long time. But right. it's like I hit the reset button hard and mm. changed my approach and in more ways than one, I just work. But like I took some pictures this week after work. I edited the podcast. I you know, like just so so many things, just finding time, like not get making excuses. Yeah, like I've kind of had to reprioritize my life because for so for so long, like I felt this battle between uh, balancing work and social life. So, and as of right now, what's that? Yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, especially right now in my life, uh, I don't really feel like I have as much of a social life. Um, even if social media shows otherwise, <laughs> I really I don't hang outside of work and home. Like once I get home from work, I don't really have the social batteries, you know, the energy to to go out and do stuff, especially when I know I have to be at work the next morning. So um, my life has just been prioritizing work, making money, focusing on myself. And like, I already know, like I'm trusting my instincts, like that I already know that even if I have the energy right now to go out, party do you know go along with the social um you know like a, a social thing um that i'm gonna 
regret it in the morning and be like, ah, I shouldn't have gone out last night or I shouldn't, you know, push myself like that. Because right now I'm just putting all my eggs in this basket that I have mm-hmm. and it's paying off literally. So right now in my life, I, I feel like I'm just kind of like, you know, I do me and the right people come along the way. Um, I was going to make a post about that this week too. And I, I don't think, or maybe I did tweet about it, but um, just about like focus on you, do you, and then the right people that should be in your life will 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 come. You know, it's they're they're going to see the genuine, authentic you. Um, so right now, it's just it's just prioritizing myself. You know, that's so this week. Um, like I've been swamped with work. I feel like you. It's like I, I'm swamped with work. But I'm actually like I feel like I'm running on adrenaline or something because mm-hmm. like I've pushed past the point of being tired mm-hmm. and like before like a if, runner's high yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> it really feels like that so like even mentally too so it's like I'm uh, there's this thing called a flow state we've actually I think we've talked about this like a long time ago on the podcast so mm-hmm. bringing earlier it, this year bringing it back bringing yeah. it back yeah um, it's been talked about on Joe Rogan's podcast before as well. Um, some spiritual, you know, um, influencers talk about it, but yeah, like I felt like I was reaching like a flow state. It's like survival mode, like just Mm -hmm. game time. Let's go. And I knocked out my entire department. Like it, it did take a while, but it, I wasn't distracted by anything. It just, once it was done, it was pristine. It was like, wow, what just happened? You know, it's like almost like I went somewhere else. And it's like my mind kind of was somewhere else, but, you know, <laughs> things were getting done. So it's like, it's it's refreshing, especially for me who's struggled with focusing issues my entire life. A lot of it is just, you know, just focus on what's in front of you and not worry what else is around you. Because um, that's literally the definition of, of ADD is just you're distracted by all these other things around and not focusing on what's in front of you. So the fact that I proved to myself that I was able to focus on those things, like just what's in front of me, just, you know, facing my department or, you know, you know, printing out the sheets and looking over everything and ordering and doing audits, all that stuff. Like time flew by and everything was getting done. And it was like, like, hell yeah, I feel like I'm having like a high right now. It's great. Um, but then, yeah, like then I crash when I get home and then do the same thing the next day. But um, but it, it was more about proving to myself that I'm actually, I am able to focus on something, you know, because for so long I just felt like I was struggling. So, yeah, have you, have you kind of experienced that too? Like when you're, it doesn't even have to be work, it could be anything. Like where you just, you're hyper-focused on what you're doing and it's productive as hell. Yeah, like uh, not that long ago, I was talking to someone that you and I both know, and I, I was asking, like, I am is it just me or when I have seven plates spinning at the same time, I feel like I'm the most productive then, and like the creativity flows so much more because like it, you got to survive, like you have to execute it because of all the pressure 
and like pressure breaks pipes or it makes diamonds. Mm. So I just want to shine, Brad. <laughs> uh, because like I've been that broken pipe just uh, last week at the time of recording this, like because last week was so rough, like whenever I like on Twitter, like just tweet a lot of like tweets that are like within the same vein, mm-hmm. uh, it's because I, like that's what I'm going through and it's just motivation for everyone else, but it's me kind of motivating myself. And in that I stay, I said, we're not put in murky situations to suffer. We're putting murky situations to shine. And like, that's what it, it's about. And like, I was thinking about this yesterday, like, like we're not met with resistance and friction for no reasons because we have a great purpose. And like, not everyone has the same purpose or path, but is more times than not the people that have it the hardest if they push through that friction right and get to the other side of that there is going to be a reward and you're going to realize like it i had it in me all along that Mm -hmm. i can do it like it's not um it's the changing of the mentality like the coming from why me to i i know why you know, because like it's it's all in you. Yeah. You know, like we as creatives and as as people that are kind of like forging our own path, like we're going to be met with friction because we have a greater purpose and like we have to get to that destination. And it's like survival of the fittest. And your boy got to survive because like and also in that say I said like there are two types of people in this world, like victims or survivors. And like, it's all in your attitude. Like I've been the victim before, but well, I've had my moments, but because of the way I grew up, like it's, you just, you have to survive. So like I'm a survivor through and through because I've gone through so much, like with mental health issues and like just financially like us, not always being able to make ends meet mm. to put it lightly because <laughs> uh, I mean things were rough you know growing up but like being on the other side well, and not even like completely on the other side but like kind of getting to that point I'm like I know why like I used to say why me but like, I'm Why a survivor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was telling someone uh, earlier this week, like, it actually does get better. Like, like trust yeah. me. Like, yeah. It actually does. It's corny, but it actually does. Yeah. And you just have to push. Yeah. yeah. To like, I can relate that to, to my situation, too, because especially, and we talk about work a lot, but... It's it's a because good. Because we work a lot. We are work a lot. Um, <laughs> we're full time boys. But like, well, I guess I guess I don't have to be that specific. But there's been times in my life where things are so chaotic. I'm having to balance too many things at once. Um, but after my initial freak out, like I'm like I, I don't think I could do this. Like, what? 
you know, life is just throwing too much at once. But crunch time, it's like, that's what it is. It's crunch time. You know, it's like when, when there's a deadline that something's got to be done or when all this is being thrown at you. And once I get over that, like, okay, I can either, I can either walk away from this or I can push through this. Mm. So yeah, I might have this internal freak out in the beginning. or like, I don't know. I might have to walk away from all this. Uh, most of the most satisfying times of my life that really shows what I'm made of is when I go through it anyways. It's like, all right, focus. One thing at a time. Let's figure this out. And all of a sudden, all the chaos just goes away and it's like problem solving right there. Like you can either run from the situation or you can run through it you know, and fight or flight. Exactly. And we, and that, that's, and we talked about that. It's yeah. Fight, flight, uh, or freeze. That's, that's another one to you know, fight, flight, Take freeze. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's what a lot of people do in, in trauma, you know, in, in their own lives is, is some people run away. Some people freeze up. They don't know what to do. So they do nothing. Um, or they fight. You know, so it, uh, situations really test, you know, what you're made of and, but it's, it's all, if you don't believe that you have what it takes or that, that you're not capable, then you're not. But if you do, then you do. It's, it's a perception is reality kind of thing. So, because people like we've known so many people that have struggled with, depression for example like and there could be five people around this person meeting them where they're at and ten telling them that what you think about yourself is is not real it's not true this mm-hmm. is the truth and if they don't want to accept it or know how to accept it then it those five people there it's it, it's not going to make a difference unless that person is ready to make the change for themselves to, to really hear what's being said because at that moment, that person's brain is shut off. They're, they're not perceiving the truth about themselves. They, they only see, you know, the obscured truth that they've made, you know, the obscured version of what they've made, not truth, but yeah, like it, everybody sees something different in the mirror. I get that, you know, (laughs) And like, like we've talked, definitely talked about like a lot of people being addicted to their pain, mm. and like n- not being able to let it go. Like they're like a kid with an imaginary friend, and like the parents are like, okay, like it was cute in the beginning, but like now you're you're too old to still be having imaginary friends. You know, like you have to get to the point where you can let that imaginary friend go. And you know, like the hard truth is, like you gotta. You gotta move on from that. You gotta realize, you like, now I do gotta grow up, and that growing up is kind of just like I I gotta like work on this, you know, and like like you say, like being surrounded by people like they actually care about you, like that you can reach out to. Like at your last show that I went to, I believe 
it might have been the second to last show of yours I saw. Um, someone that you and I both know uh, went to that show, and he definitely at the time wasn't in a great place mentally. And this is someone that definitely deals with depression and like clockwork on honestly yeah yeah and like i've for years have talked to him and really like tried to help him through it and like try to talk him off the ledge and everything but he had like a a breakdown he had a moment and he left the show and we went to the corner and just sat there and he's on facebook and he came with a friend and i was there like he's surrounded by friends. Like we were all just talking, me, the friend he came with, and him, and just we're at the masquerade and like in between sets, like we're we're talking, and I was getting to know his his friend, and which had became like a new friend of mine, and like we're all there, and like we're being interrupted by people there, like oh, hey man. I didn't know you were coming here. And, like, just for him, like, so many people, like, nonstop interrupting our conversation, like, to see, like, to say hi to him and, like, want to talk to him also. And, like, he had a moment during the show and on Facebook said, like, I forget what he said, but it's something along the lines of, like, like, being in the place that you love more than anything and you can't enjoy it because of like well basically like of his depression he had a breakdown he had a right breakdown but it's like look at all the love you got his friend said you know i'm here for you like literally a few steps away basically and i'm like exactly like and i reached out to him like the next day because it was late uh, by the time the show was over and i i didn't see him after that because like i got told you like I've only, before we start recording, I've only seen your band Cascadent perform this year. Yeah, you, I've that, only, you only went to two shows this year? Like three. Three shows? Yeah. Um, but the week this episode goes, oh, that's going to change. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but I reached out to him that next day and said, I've been saying it for years, but like you, you can't actually talk to me about anything. Like I've I've been there for you and like, that's not changed even if like the friendship kind of went away and then started to come back and it's now at a healthier place for like for the both of us because like this is all stuff that we've talked about like year one but like it is like pouring from a it was like pouring from an empty glass like yeah and i've written a song about that (laughs) right uh, together but um so like I needed like my time to like work on me, and then like I never forgot about that person, and like and have still made myself available even on the other side of that, you know, needing a break. So it's like, and I always try to make myself available to anyone that I would consider a friend. Like, even people, I've made myself available to people that I don't even know that well. Right. But, like, asking for help and, like, wanting to talk to someone is not a weakness, it's a strength. Yeah. And, like, we were a part of a 
community that is full of depressed people, you know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of why that's why we gather at those things, you know, the concerts or, um, you know, people kind of wear it on their sleeve, you know, whereas the industries that you and I work in, you don't really see much of it. Um, but that's just because people are kind of in work mode, you know? Um, so you may not know what someone's going through necessarily. Um, although, you know, with, when you're dealing with like the, the general public, you might see all kinds of people and stuff, especially, uh, where I work, I, I do see a lot of, um, you know, people that have mental conditions and things that come in. Um, but there's, you know, there's, there's only so much you can do with people you don't know, I guess, but I've kind of made an effort to make people feel vulnerable, uh, feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable. Um, and I've been, I've actually been told that before too, that, that, um, the guitarist of my band, he's actually told me that he's had conversations with people. Um, I don't know if he was referring to around the time when I first got joined the band or overall, it sounded like he was meaning overall that he's had conversations with people that know me. Um, and that they all say something similar to the effect that, I make them feel like I'm a safe space for them to open up about their problems. And it's like, wow, that was kind of a, that, that like hit reality hit for me. It's like, wow, do I really like, I give off that impression and like, and that's good. That's what I set out to do, but I didn't know if I was successful or not because I didn't, I maybe I saw the, res, the the results were in front of me, but I wasn't really seeing it because I was just so focused on my myself, me saying the right things or me, you know, like okay, man, make sure that that they're uh, that they feel welcome. And it's like, but I haven't focused on that. They are, they do. That's why they're talking to me. You know, it's like overall in general, I'm not seeing the big picture. I'm just so focused on the specifics, but. When he told me that, I was like, wow, that's that's cool. Like that, that maybe I'm making a difference in people's lives. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And as like artists, like, ah, I wish I had it pulled up like on my phone to quote it exactly how it is said. I almost don't even want to say it because I... But it's basically about how like musicians write about their pain. Kind of like you have to have experience to have a job, but you have to have a job to get experience. It's like that. Right, the catch twenty two. But yeah. As an artist, like you write about your pain, but you have to have pain to write about and mm-hmm. as a musician, kind of, it yeah. is something along those lines. I don't want to like attempt to say it because like I would definitely butcher it because it was like <laughs> two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like it was very deep and it like hit me like, damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have we ever said like we started like around the time we started this a little bit 
almost like the same day. <laughs> a little bit before we started this podcast, we uh, were like working on songs, like a, a mm-hmm. death metal. Um, oh yeah, and I, I, project. And I and I, I haven't I haven't forgotten about it, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but like I mentioned earlier in this episode, like we wrote a song that. I don't even have to read the lyrics. It still gives me goosebumps just thinking about the song, The Empty Ones, about how we put all of our, um, which I think like you're not done with one of your parts of. Yeah. Uh, but we wrote an entire song about like our experiences. Like my first verse is about like mine and taking, like I said, it's like about like pouring from an empty glass. Yeah. And like my first verse is about like my pain, uh, dealing with pouring into someone when I have nothing for myself. And uh, the second verse, which is like the most of the song, like it's a very long verse, the second verse of, of mine is about your situation we you've talked about you've hinted at like certain things but like i in that verse like definitely pull from like your uh situation uh along the same lines and like those songs just give us goosebumps but like it's you get those goosebumps moments from experience and like just talking to someone earlier this week like i've gone through it like, trust me, <laughs> like, I know what you're going through. Like, mm-hmm. like, mine was very bad, like, to the point that it was, like, noticeable, like, to a lot of people, but, like, I always try to wear, like, to some people, but it, I, I've always, like, worn a mask, and I actually, like, that's one of the a long lines, but it's way more death metal than I wear a mask. <laughs> it's like cloaked in a veil. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> but like, like it was very bad. And, like I definitely know what a lot of people are going through because I was there. Like definitely dealt with anxiety and like social anxiety. Like it took a long time for me to even go to the masquerade. And then like as soon as I went, like, well, do this every week. I'm addicted now. now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, like, it, it's always that first step, you know. Like, you got to, like, work on it. But, like, trust me. Like, I'm not just saying something like, oh, you should try to be happy. Like, <laughs> no, like, I've actually fucking been there. Right. And, all, like, multiple times didn't, I almost didn't make it back. Wherever I was going with that. <laughs> I know what you're going through. You're going through <laughs> you know. Or, or anybody for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Authenticity, vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. And like the empty ones, guys, that, that shit still gives me goosebumps. You wrote that. Mm, like, like I said, two I, years I, ago. I still have, I was looking through my notes. Like I still got those lyrics yeah. pulled up and I was like, we, gonna have, we may have to do something. Brad said some shit. Like the opening of the song, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Brad made me rewrite <laughs> my parts. <laughs> <laughs> I got the EMG pickups and my guitar. I didn't, don't worry. Write some heavy, heavy ass tracks. Jacob, where you at? <laughs> no, but I think that's a 
pretty good spot to end episode 97 of this week's episode of Sync and Assist. Thank you guys, as usual, for stopping by. Yeah, we hope you take something away from it and, you know, reach out to us, you know. Um, Rate, review, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Yeah, let's keep this conversation going Mm because these past weeks, viewership has gone up. Yeah. But I also want the interaction mm-hmm. to go up as well. Let's get back to how things were when we started this podcast. Become part of the family. Yeah. The sad fam. <laughs> <laughs> or accepting applications. Let's get no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Not applications. Yeah. We've been it's free. Wanting to expand. But uh we're we're receiving well, we're open to applications, but it's for free, like Yes. We can't pay you. It's like, yeah. We got bills. <laughs> I know. We're about to hit that landmark, y'all. Yeah, but uh, thank you all for stopping by this week, and we will catch you next week. Later.